welcome to the first season of Ancient Anecdotes powered by Listen Cup. This is your host, Ramanathan Ayer. And this is Lalita Ramanathan. Lalitama, have you completed those math sums? Yes, Pa. What is the answer for the third question? Huh? Which one? Third question, Pa. 432 into 129. Wait, I'm doing that one. Um, I think the answer is 1739. How, Papa? Your answer only has four digits. In 432 into 129, what is the sum of the significant digits? In 432 and 129, there are three significant digits each. That makes six. So, how many digits should there be in the end product? Six minus one. No? Ah, yes. I remember. I think I made a mistake somewhere. This multiplication is simply so tough, Pa. I don't want to do sums. Wait, 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 wait. Don't lose heart. Come, let's do together and find out what mistake you have done. But it's too tough and confusing. No, Pa. This looks big. Break it down and you will see that it has an easy solution. But I feel bad I made a mistake. I don't like being wrong. No one does, Pa. Even the great Lakshmana had almost given up when Rama and Lakshmana were attacked by the mighty Kabandha. It's okay to feel a little demotivated. But don't accept defeat. You should persevere until you succeed. Now first take 9. What is 9 twos are? 18 and carry over 1. Good. Now 9 threes are? 27. So write 7 down and 2 carry over. Wait, 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 wait. What about the one you already carried over from 18? Where is it? Oh, it's 28. I think I missed this last time. No problem, no problem, no problem. Keep moving. Write down 8 and carry over 2. Now take the next digit. 9 fours are? 36 plus 2 from the previous carryover, which is 38. Super. So 432 times 9 is 3888. Now move ahead. Four thirty-two times two. Oh, I got it, Pa. Are you sure? Have you got this? Yes, Pa. Mm. The answer is fifty-five thousand seven hundred and twenty-eight. That's all. See, so easy. How many digits are there now? Five. So, if you get any smaller number, you yourself should be able to figure out that you have made some boo-boo somewhere. <laughs> boo boo, good idea, pa. By the way, I have never heard anything about Lakshmana wanting to give up. What is the story about Kabanda you talked about? A, thief fellow, always asking me for stories. Complete the rest of the sums first. Appa, please, pa. I promise I will do them. Now tell no. <sighs> okay, many yugas back, there was a Gandharva. named vishwavasu who was cursed to become an asura apa what's a gandharva according to the kena upanishad there are many layers in creation we humans and other organisms are on one layer only then there are other beings pitrus are called as ancestors then the deities no they are called devas and then there are yakshas and then there's a special layer of special beings called gandharvas Gandharvas are celestial musicians. Oh, so many kind of beings. Yes, as mentioned in the Valmiki Ramayana, 
Rama and Lakshmana met Jatayu, the king of the vultures. He was a friend of their father, Dasharatha. The princess find Jatayu to be severely injured from his efforts to save Sitama from being abducted by Ravana. Even as Jatayu breathed his last, he guided the princess towards the wondrous forest of Matangavana on the Kraunchar mountain. After a long and tiring trek, the princess arrived at Matangavana and suddenly they found that their path was being blocked by a great being. So, they went to investigate how this being is blocking their path. What is this being? No, They had to travel 2.5-3 kilometers. They found out that the Asura was having arms which were each a Yojana long. Papa, what is a Yojana? Uh, yojana, yojana means very long basically. Approximately 5 to 15 kilometers long hands. This Asura was none other than Kabandha, the cursed Gandharva. Rama and Lakshmana tried to escape the clasp of the Asura, but their attempts to escape proved futile. They get trapped by the Asura's long and powerful hands. Kabanda grabbed Lakshmana with his left hand and Rama with his right hand. According to the Valmiki Ramayana, in the 69th Sarga of Aranyakanda, when faced with this serious calamity, which could very well be their last, Rama, the elder brother, and the more mature person stood his ground, bravely. But unable to free himself from Kabandha's grip and also being a little younger, Lakshmana lost courage. He became desolate and said, O great Ramachandra, my elder brother, my dearest Bhrata, see how helpless I have become under the vice-like grip of this Asura. Tearfully, Lakshmana continues, I am of no use to you in this condition. Just leave me behind as food for this terrible Asura. Sacrifice me gladly and escape from this Asura's iron grip. I am sure you will find Sitama very soon and both of you will live happily, although I might not be around to see it. Go ahead, reclaim your throne at Ayodhya, establish Ramarajya and rule with a firm fist. Just promise me that you will always remember me. ತ್ರಧೈರ್ಯೂರಸ್ತುಗೋನೈವಿಧೇ ಪರಿಮುಚ್ಯಸ್ವರಾಘವಾಘವಾಘವಾಘವಾಘವಾಘವಾಘವಾಘವಾಘವಾಘವಾಘವಾಘವಾಘವಾಘವಾಘವಾ
मृतवीर नीदतीतस्तरेक्रूरो भ्रातरौ रामण तौवाच महाबाहु कबंदो दानवोत्तम कौयुवामृषभस्कंद महाखड्गधनुर्धर घोरम Regaining his poise and lucidity, Lakshmana begins to think how to break himself free from the asura's grasp. He suddenly realizes that the weak point in Kabanda's strong grip is also Kabanda's strong point. His hands. So the chink in his armor, his Achilles heel is this only. Heel, isn't it his hands? Naldama, Achilles heel is just one way of telling one's weak point. Why, pa? I will talk about Achilles heels later. Now back to the story. Lakshmana suggested, let us chop off the Asura's hands. It is a source of power. Twamcha mamcha pura turnam. Agreeing, Ramachandra cut the mighty Asura's right hand and Lakshmana proceeded to attack the left hand. Devoid of both hands, Kabanda howled painfully. Recovering from the pain, Kabanda asks, who the princess were and when lakshmana explained themselves to be the princess of ayodhya kabanda forgets his pain and becomes one with joy at finally meeting them kabanda explained that he was not actually a rakshasa and that he was actually a gandharva who was cursed to become a rakshasa he told the princess about his gandharva days his exploits and how he ended up finally becoming kabanda the rakshasa In fact at the end of the conversation Kabanda even teaches them a sound political strategy to reach Lanka and meet Ravana in battle It was on Kabanda's advice that Ramachandra proceeded to Kishkinda to befriend Sugriva the Vanara The grand alliance with the Vanaras is the most important part of the Kishkinda Kandam What why are you staring into outer space again What are you thinking about Appa Lakshmana is described with so many powerful words like tiger among men or bull among kshatriyas and so on. That's true. Valmiki describes him as Naravyagraha or Kshatriya Shabha. All these are very good observations. But what is the problem? Then why did he lose courage as soon as Kabanda gripped him? Hmm. See, that's the key point in the story. See, whenever we are faced with a problem which we feel is difficult to overcome, we immediately lose heart and give up. That's it. Our mind fearfully goes to the future and visualizes all that will happen as a result of failing in this effort. Can you believe it? Instead of figuring out the solution, we are sitting and visualizing our failure in 4K resolution, Dolby Vision and Atmos. Lakshmana is also portrayed as a simple human who does exactly this. In his mind, he has already developed the consequences of his failure up to the point of Rama finding Sita, going back to Ayodhya, 
becoming king all without him being present in that picture. Lakshmana becomes more and more disheartened and dismayed by the second. See, giving up is such a dangerous thing to do. You remember? 432 into 129. I don't like to make mistakes. I can't do sums anymore. Oh God, don't remind me. Exactly. And now, how about now? Do you think three-digit multiplication is difficult now? Not at all. We just need to be aware that the answer doesn't add up. Yes, and immediately you have to course correct. See, what a brilliant usage you have done. Being aware. This being awareness is only the key. Lakshmana represents Adisesha or awareness. And his negative thoughts represents what happens when we lose our awareness. Rama shakes Lakshmana out of his depressed state of mind and brings him back to his awareness. This is actually what makes Lakshmana look for a solution. Rama represents light, the light within us. This light can be the effect of our breathing practices, our meditation or even our devotion. It brings us to the present moment and it urges us to put in our best effort into any venture. We are so bogged down by the problem that we are not able to perceive that the solution is right next to the problem itself. This is the core symbolism behind this story. Wow! So this is a story of an Asura who gets killed. But the emphasis is not on the violence but on the symbolism. Correct! But now, do you want to see some awesome magic? Ooh, magic! I love magic. What does the story hinge on? Lakshmana's dejection. Lakshmana is bound in sorrow just by thinking of a future without him. Grandad used to tell me that the magic word is Shokabandhana. The word Sho is on the right side and the word Na is on the left side. Sho pertains to the word Shraddha, meaning faith. And the word Na represents the word Jnana, which means awareness. Rama represents faith. He cut the right hand of Kabandha. And Lakshmana represents awareness. And he cut Kabandha's left hand, isn't it? Yes, Pa. Now, are you ready for the magic reveal? Tell me, if you cut the words show and na from the word shokabandhana, what remains? Show and na. Oh my God, we get the word kabandha. Yes. And this is what our Indian tradition is so famous for. Even the way in which Asuras were named involved the highest form of intelligence. Did you like the story? Yes, so awesome. But I have so many questions. So many questions? Like what? Oh, plenty other. For instance, Rama and Lakshmana proceed to Kishkinda. But what happened to Kabanda afterwards? And how did Vishwavasu even become a Rakshasa in the first place? Actually, you know something, with regards to how Vishwavasu became a Rakshasa, there is some opposing information between two historical texts called as the Valmiki Ramayana and the Adhyatma Ramayana. Wait, wait. Wait, what? There are two Ramayanas? Yes, actually there are many versions of the great Ramayana. Everyone loved Ramachandra and they wanted to tell the Ramakatha in their own ways. 
So here Valmiki says that it was actually a sage called Stulashira who gave Vishwavasu the curse. On the other hand, we know that the great Vedavyasa wrote the Brahmanda Purana, which is where the Adhyatma Ramayana is present. There, Vedavyasa says that it was Sage Ashtavakra who gave the curse. Oh, so Vedavyasa also wrote a Ramayana, is it? I thought he only wrote the Mahabharata. Vyasa is like a Wikipedia which has taken some steroid tablets. He has written about everything. He has written about... Uh, one moment, eh? wait, wait. I think I'm missing something over here. Ah, I got it. Come here, you naughty baby. What happened to those remaining sums? If I get distracted for one moment, you will submerge me in a sea of questions about new news stories. Appa, but this is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Studies first and then stories afterwards. Appa. And then you can hear it first on Ancient Anecdotes on your favorite podcast streaming providers. Tune in every week for a brand new episode.